When's the last time you had a professional marriage expert give you advice, proven strategies to help you overcome the miserable arguments and fights that keep coming back again and again and again? You know what I'm talking about. Is your relationship struggling with difficulty communicating? Maybe it's just a lack of intimacy and feeling disconnected. Or maybe you feel stuck because of those same stupid arguments you just can't seem to get past. Hey, if resentment is becoming a problem, don't waste another moment. Join the VIP inner circle. Head on over to smalleyinstitute.com and get live help throughout the week with yours truly, me. Allow me the chance. I want the chance to help to give you the proven strategies that I know work. I've researched these things personally, and anything I'm going to use to help you has been proven effective by other researchers. So I'm telling you, these things work. Personalized coaching, well, that's not all you're going to get. With the VIP Inner Circle membership, you'll gain instant access to a massive vault of marriage education online courses. You're going to get downloadable couples exercises. Man, you can print these things out and use them in the moment to make sure your relationship doesn't become miserable. You'll have access to free monthly webinars and very cool online assessments to help you know exactly the growth areas for you that need to change. Smalleyinstitute.com. Join the family with the VIP Inner Circle membership. I'm continuing in this series that I've called Unbreakable. Because there's a difference between normal irritations and hurt and betrayal. The very first episode in this series talks about the difference between just kind of woundedness and, ah, I didn't like that, and betrayal. Something that happened you never saw coming. You didn't think this would ever be a problem for you. And boom, it happens. Major nuclear bomb goes off in your relationship. It could be an affair. It could be financial infidelity. It could be, it could just, it could be something. And typically, obviously what it is, is huge. So we've reached the part where I want to address some special issues. And the main thing that I want to talk about today is, is, uh, the questions. So especially if you're dealing with the effects of an affair, but really any kind of betrayal wound. So maybe you found out your spouse has been spending money and doing things that you were totally clueless of. It's, it's really that that's the phrase. You're totally clueless. Something comes, it gets revealed and you're, you're stunned devastated, you feel betrayed, naturally, there's going to be a lot of questions. And you're going to feel overwhelmed with questions. 
So the victim of this wound that, you know, that I've called the wounded, right? You're, you've got all sorts of questions. And the broken, the, the person who betrayed your trust is also going to get overwhelmed with questions. And maybe the biggest one is, should I answer these questions? Here's an interesting thing. According to Gottman Research, so this is John Gottman, University of Washington, when the betrayer agreed to answer questions, the couple stayed together 86% of the time. If the betrayer refused to answer questions, the relationship's survival rate was only 59%. Now, I have to pause here for a second. Because I'm gonna, I'm about to get into it's not every question. Trust me, it is not every question that you need to answer. Do you need to answer questions? Yes. But what questions really matters? But the thing about this research that stood out to me was if you're willing as a betrayer to, as, as a broken person, to own your stuff and admit and then answer some questions, 86% of the time the couple survives. This is what I'm talking about. Just because you've got a mortal wound and you feel betrayed and you're broken in the biggest possible manner, that's not the end if you're willing to address it, if you're willing to tackle it, if you're willing to figure it out, which is why I think this podcast series and for VIPers, so go to smalleyinstitute.com, become a VIP member because you'll get instant access to the online course, Unbreakable. It's only available to VIPers. But what really stood out to me is if you get after it, 86% of the time you can recover. But even if you mess that up, you're close to 60% of the time you can actually recover. You you know, the, the thing you don't want to get locked in on is we're doomed, we're dead, it's over, we can never love again. That's just not true. You can, things can become resolved or healed and you can be stronger than ever. You have to believe that. This is so critical, especially when you're dealing with really deep traumatic wounds. So the kinds of questions that you want to answer and that is a good thing for you to ask, how did this happen? When did it start? When did it finish? Why did it continue? Was there any sexual contact? That's okay. That's a good question. You need to know. Was there kissing or hugging? Was it hand-holding? Was it sexual talk? Were there dirty pictures? Those things are good questions to ask and to answer. How was it carried out? including details of where and when these liaisons took place or how, you know, when and how did this thing happen? 
Now, I'll caution you because this starts to get into the some of the stuff you don't want to ask and you don't want to answer. But a 30,000-foot overview answer and question is good. Getting down into the nitty-gritty details, man, that's where you're going to start losing yourself. You're going to go down the rabbit hole. It's Alice in Wonderland. It's miserable. Trust me on this one. It's miserable. How often did you communicate and in which ways? And has the communication stopped? Those are good questions. And you want to answer those. And I'll, I'll caution you. Uh, I've seen over 25 years so many couples and individuals and people get lost because of little inaccuracies or little details that might change. Hey, memory is never going to be perfect. So take a deep breath. Am I getting the gist? Is it basically up front? Is it consistent? Right? So major details like, no, I never saw that person. Oh, yeah, I, you know, hung out with them at this conference or, you know, whatever. Obviously, that's a big deal. But don't, don't get hung up on it was four months ago compared to it was three and a half months ago that I last talked to them or saw them or this thing happened. Don't, you know, little discrepancies, that's a part of life. So don't lose yourself in that. But are there questions that you shouldn't answer? Are there questions, my friend, that you should not be asking? Yeah. Going back to Gottman, if the betrayal was sexual in particular, it is not good to describe specific details of the sexual activity, right? So, for example, what was she wearing? You know, what was the exact hotel? That kind of stuff. Knowing what happened behind the bedroom door can lead the betrayed partner to obsessive ruminations that re-trigger or exacerbate the trauma symptoms. It is a normal urge to want to know the lurid details. I mean, yeah, you want to know. And you, you're telling yourself, if I just knew I could get over this thing. If I just knew, then we could recover. That's not actually true. Gottman finishes here. But please know that it may not be as helpful as you imagine. Here's what, here's what I've learned from working with couples, especially with couples who are trying to recover and reconcile after an affair, is when you ask, when you get into those lurid details, it doesn't help. And in fact, for every answer you get to one of those kinds of questions, about 420 million new questions will come into play. This is a tactic of the evil one for sure. That there are, <laughs> you, you think and, and you will get convinced in your head that if I just knew how many, you know, what kinds of positions and exactly what happened and just the 
dirty details. I could get over this. No, all you're doing is adding more things that you now have to get over. So you're not going to help yourself at all. And look, if you are the person who is broken and, and you're the one who really betrayed your partner, you can say no to these kinds of intimate, lurid, detailed questions. You can go, look, I love you. I totally get it. I get why you want to know this and why you're asking for this. But, man, I listen to that guy. <laughs> you know, throw me under the bus if you have to. But, honey, I don't think this is going to help. And it doesn't feel like this is the right path for us to go on. And then, honestly, call a timeout and go, look, I get it. And especially if your spouse is really demanding an answer, you can go, hey, obviously, we're not on the same page with this one. So can we please go talk to somebody? Bring in a third party at this point. It's really important. Because, yeah, your spouse is probably not going to receive your influence right now. That'll happen, but not right now. And so, yeah, go to smalleyinstitute.com. You need to sign up. Look, if you're feeling betrayed, you need an intensive. We do them in person. We have them virtually. This is a very powerful program because it allows the two of you, the time to process the wounds, to figure out what happened, how did we get here. Oop, we can identify that, by the way, very quickly. And then our intensives are so successful because we spend the majority of the time helping you figure out and helping you learn better ways to react when your buttons get pushed. It's really powerful. So be careful. There are questions you certainly need to answer. There are questions you shouldn't be asking and you don't need to answer. When you hit that wall, get a third party. It would be hard to work that one out just, you know, with the two of you behind closed doors. Because we all know behind closed doors were way uglier than we should be. Now, to kind of close out this special issue for Unbreakable, I do want to highlight how important it is to be committed to change, committed to transparency, and committed to verification, right? You've got to remember, this is a betrayal-level wound, so you're rebuilding trust. That takes action and effort, right? You need proof. The wounded person needs proof. So, yeah, it's totally fine to give access to electronics, finances, whatever it is that's related to the betrayal. I know it can feel unfair and you can feel controlled, but, hey, <laughs> don't, don't wound your spouse or partner on such a high degree. And you're not going to have to deal with these kinds of things. So, I, I mean, it's appropriate, in particular with an affair or with financial betrayal, that someone have access to that information so they can access it. 
Now, careful if you're the wounded one, if you're the one who was betrayed, man, don't, don't just obsess because you're going to want to obsess about checking this stuff constantly. And by the way, and don't be obnoxious about it. Don't like grab the person's phone and be like, let me see what your text messages are and how have you been doing and be gentle about it. Be kind about it. Right? I mean, look, if you're obnoxious, you're not helping. So being able to prove that you're honoring the proper boundaries is good. Verify. Do what you promised to do. you got to break unhealthy relationships, especially if they're involved in your brokenness. Right? So, like, it's like, I'm trying to say, wake up and smell the coffee, okay? So things happened. I once had a high-powered CEO of a company, and he had an affair with his secretary. Guess what? If you don't want to lose your job, I would suggest don't sleep with your secretary, which is exactly what I had to tell this gentleman. Because what what did the wife need? Well, I'm not comfortable with her remaining as your secretary. He's like, well, uh, I don't think I can fire her. If I fire her, I could get sued or I might get fired. And I was like, dude. And, you know, I built up, a, I think, enough relationship equity with this person to call him out on it. But I was like, bro, keep it in your pants if you don't want to have to deal with this. But no, it's not okay to have an affair with your secretary and then keep her as your secretary. No, she has to be removed. Now, obviously, meet with the board, meet with whoever you need to meet with. You need to do it appropriately. It needs to be legal. And frankly, if it means that you got to leave the company and walk away from a gigantic salary, then yeah, that's a consequence. It's not fair. That's a highly manipulative relationship with a CEO getting sexually involved with a secretary. So, yeah, she, again, she'll have to take personal responsibility for her own life. But at the same time, man, no, that's not okay. And if you have to walk away, what's more important, your job or your marriage? And I'm telling you, At the end of your life, you are not thinking about your job. You are not thinking about the money and the deals that you did. You're thinking about your wife, your husband, your wives or husbands, your children, right? It's your relationships that really matter. It's not money. It's not job. Don't get hung up on that. So what went wrong with your relationship? Obviously, and and you can listen to a a myriad of podcasts on the crazy cycle or the conflict dance. That's why you react poorly. That's why you do stupid things is because buttons are getting pushed and you're reacting terribly. Go to smalleyinstitute.com. Sign up for the number one reason relationships fail. That is an entire course. It's free, and it tells you this is what's wrong. We have an eight-question test that predicts divorce 93% accurately. All we're doing 
is finding out how often are four different poor reactions happening in your relationship. So don't shift blame. Both of you need to take responsibility for your part. You can explore, by the way, the broken's reasons for returning. So, hey, you had this affair. Like, why are you still here? That's, that's a fair question. That's going to bring you closer together. These are tough questions that are important to ask each other and to process. Just remember, you got to be kind when you do it. Right? So why do you want back in? What compels you to rebuild our relationship? You, hey, another special issue, recognize the high cost of another break of trust. Look, you can't just keep doing the same stupid thing. There, it, it amplifies in negative impact. If you have another affair, if you break trust again financially in the same way that the first betrayal wound occurred in the first place, there is a high cost for another break of trust. And then just to kind of close out this special issue one, begin the process of forgiveness. This is kind of the last step in the first move on, on unbreakable, which is just make good, make it good. Forgiveness does not mean absolving the erring partner. Forgiveness means the deceived partner is willing to cooperate and trust again, even in the face of uncertainty. And the atoning partner's occasional slip-ups and, you know, an acceptable, quote-unquote, but an acceptable slip-up is not the return to the betraying behavior or some sort of new indiscretion, right? But an invasion of the past that produces a regrettable incident, right? So, for example, buying flowers from the, sta- from the, from the same store, maybe that your husband bought flowers for the other person or lover, right? So that doesn't mean he's thinking about her. It doesn't mean this is all going back to the same thing. That is such a natural pull to have a minor slip up, but don't get lost in interpreting that or overanalyzing it or overthinking. Oh, we're going, no. Slip-ups are okay. They're gonna happen. It's a part of the process. Your biggest thing, if you're really going to repair this relationship, gonna reconcile completely stronger than ever before, is forgiveness. And part of forgiveness is acknowledging that anyone can be untrustworthy at times. When's the last time you had a professional marriage expert give you advice? Proven strategies to help you overcome the miserable arguments and fights that keep coming back again and again and again. You know what I'm talking about. Is your relationship struggling with difficulty communicating? Maybe it's just a lack of intimacy and feeling disconnected. Or maybe you feel stuck. Because of those same stupid arguments, you just can't seem to get past. Hey, if resentment is becoming a problem, 
Don't waste another moment. Join the VIP inner circle. Head on over to smalleyinstitute.com and get live help throughout the week with yours truly, me. Allow me the chance. I want the chance to help to give you the proven strategies that I know work. I've researched these things personally, and anything I'm going to use to help you has been proven effective by other researchers. So I'm telling you, these things work. Personalized coaching, well, that's not all you're going to get. With the VIP Inner Circle membership, you'll gain instant access to a massive vault of marriage education online courses. You're going to get downloadable couples exercises. Man, you can print these things out and use them in the moment to make sure your relationship doesn't become miserable. You'll have access to free monthly webinars and very cool online assessments to help you know exactly the growth areas for you that need to change. Smalleyinstitute.com. Join the family with the VIP Inner Circle membership.